Hello everyone, Jim Baker here, and I have a really great video today. Today we're, I'm talking with a gentleman from Singapore who is doing Shopify dropshipping and he has his local accountant on, and he has his, his, uh, a Chinese accountant on as well, I think, and they are going to be asking me all of the questions. And I've actually already done the call, I'm filming this after the call, so I'm telling you, it's a really good one. If you wanna know the difference between an LLC or a corporation, this is gonna be a really great video. I go through a ton of examples because it took them a minute to understand the concept. Okay, so let's get to the call. I know you'll love it. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. So, um, Kevin, you are the one who emailed me and scheduled the call, right? Yeah. Awesome, you're from Singapore? Yep. Okay, great. I don't have your email in front of me. Can you give me a little bit of an overview about your uh, your situation? Yeah, so basically we run a e-commerce Shopify store based in Singapore. And we have our production in China. Our fulfillment center is in China and Singapore. So we sell to customers all around the world with US being one of the major markets. Sure, we love to buy stuff on the internet. Yeah. So I was reading a little bit about uh, having an LLC in the US and being able to uh, not pay any taxes. So I just wanted to find out whether how, how that worked and whether that is too good to be true or is it really something that we can do? It's, it's, it's too good and it is true. It's, uh, if you, the concept is, is really like this. If you have a... Um, like the, okay, let me restart. The LLC doesn't exist for tax purposes. So it's really like you just selling stuff to people in the United States. And there's no, if you have no physical presence in the United States and you're just selling products, like drop shipping it directly from where you are to people in the US, you don't have any business or, no earn, you, or any earned income in the United States. You don't have to pay income taxes. The one thing you would need to be concerned about or you need to like look into a little bit is your sales taxes. That's a, this is a new development uh, since 2018, where the states want you to pay sales taxes. And that's shouldn't impact your business too much because you charge the sales tax to your, your customers. Yeah. And so, so what, okay, what's the difference between if I set up a C-Corp and an LLC in the U.S.? Yeah, there's a big difference. A C-Corp is basically a U.S. person and you pay tax in the U.S. on your profits. And in the LLC, you don't pay any tax in the U.S. on your profits. And it, it, you, so what you could do, like I have clients that operate with C corps because of the volume and because it's easier sometimes with, um, sometimes it's easier because they want, people want to work with U.S. people, like other companies want to work with U.S. people. So sometimes it's easier with a C corp. But what I've what I've found is it doesn't really make a difference. The big difference is that if you want to leave your money in the United States, if you want to leave your profits in the United States to avoid paying taxes in your home country, then you would want the LLC because if you have, and maybe, and it depends on how you're taxing your home country. Because if you have the US corporation, you leave your profits in the US, you pay taxes in the US. Yeah. And then there, it's only a 21% tax rate, corporate tax rate. So it still might be better. It still might be something you want to do. Yeah, we are lower in Singapore, so. Yeah, so it makes sense. it makes sense to either use an LLC or use a corporation and send all the profits back to um, to Singapore as expenses. 
So we can, so does it really matter if we, is it, whether it's an LLC or a C Corp, we can just transfer all the money back to the Singapore entity? Yeah, you can do, you can do whatever you want. That's what's awesome about um, having your financial operations based in the United States. Basically all of your US customers and your payment processors pay the, the US entity and the US bank account. Just because it's a little bit, I don't know how it is in Singapore, but it's from what I understand, it's pretty easy compared to other countries in the world, like uh, in terms of regulations and filings and things. So you don't have to really do anything. Yeah. So, so the the thing is, if I have the U.S. bank account and stuff, I I can pay less transaction fees for my revenue and stuff. Yeah, that's generally that's generally the case. You can use a U.S. PayPal, a U.S. Stripe account, a U.S. bank account. And then you can send wires back to Singapore every, you know, what, every month, every two weeks, whenever you want to do it. And you don't have to pay any taxes because you don't have a, your, your business is based outside the U.S. Exactly. That's, that's how I under interpret the law. That's how I understand it. That's how many people are, are doing it. Um, and that's how international tax attorneys will advise you. If you talk to like a local accountant, they won't know the difference or understand the, the laws I'm referencing. And obviously for our clients, we, we provide that, that ongoing support for them to ensure that everything goes well. If there's law changes, we keep you uh, updated and things like that. Are you guys lawyers and accountants? Or I'm, a, I'm a certified public accountant, which is basically we do accountants do audit or tax. So I'm, I've done tax my whole career. And we have lawyers on our team as well. I see. So C Corp and LLC, if your business is outside the US, it doesn't matter for tax reasons. So no, the C Corp is different. If your business is outside the US, then it doesn't matter for the C Corp. The C Corp would still pay taxes on its profits, always. So the C Corp will always pay taxes on its profits, even yes. though business is outside the US. Yes. So only LLC is the one that if your business is outside of the US, you don't have to pay taxes on your income. Correct. I was just mentioning before that with a, a corporation, you could avoid paying taxes if you just basically don't have profit and you send all your profit out to Singapore. I see. So you can work either way, just that for the C Corp, you have to like it's, more, it's a little bit more work and uh, it's probably for you, it's probably easier with an LLC, especially because you're doing like drop shipping and you use Shopify, you, you said? Yeah. And I guess it's going pretty well because you have a, a team of uh, other advisors and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We have accountants for our Singapore site. So, okay. No, very good. So in Singapore, if you have an LLC and you don't send the money back to Singapore, do you have to pay taxes on it still? Uh, I'm not sure. Which one is that, Julia or Zihao? So I think upon remittance to Singapore, uh, you will pay uh, uh, taxes on that profit. Even, that you even, even if you don't send it to Singapore? If you don't send it to Singapore, you don't pay taxes. But okay, so that's to Singapore, you pay taxes. Okay, that, thanks for that. Thanks for that uh, clarification. So. Yeah, Kevin, that seems to be the benefit for you is if you have profits that you want to keep for yourself, you can leave it in your U.S. company, use your U.S. debit card and not pay taxes in Singapore. And that's going to be a, a huge amount of tax-free revenue that you can kind of 
accumulate for yourself in these U.S. companies. So what one way to do it, uh, depending on your your scale, of course, is to um, have an LLC that you operate with, and then maybe open a separate LLC that you own personally, to where you keep your your own portion of the profits, where you pay yourself, and from that LLC you can spend your money with a debit card in Singapore and do whatever you want with it. So that's like those are like some things that we might advise our clients on. I see. So for, for the LLC, can I own it? Can my my Singapore entity own the LLC? Sure. So I is there are there any differences between a entity owning the LLC and a individual owning the LLC? No, just how we report the the informational forms at the end of the year would be a little bit different. But other than that, it's it doesn't really matter. I see. The bank the bank will still need to know who you the person is. So when we open the bank account together, the bank needs to know you know, who, who the owner of the account is, the individual, not, they don't care about companies. I have uh, one shareholder who's American in my company. Would that be an issue? How much does he own of your company? 1%. 1%. No, not really. No, it doesn't really matter. I mean, is he working for you in the U.S.? Uh, no, he's in Singapore. Oh, he's in Singapore. Okay. Um, no, I don't think there's any problems. If he was an, if he was a one percent owner of the LLC, then that might be an issue. But if he's a one percent owner of the, the foreign corporation, uh, I think, I think it's still fine. So if he's one percent owner of the foreign corporation which owns the LLC in the U.S., it's okay. Yeah, because the LLC is one foreign owner. The LLC has still one foreign owner, but if the LLC is owned. 1% by a U.S. citizen, that's different. Well, that's not the case, so you're still fine like that. Yeah. So what kind of costs are we looking at? Like so we have, a pretty, we have a pretty awesome deal right now because we're still like organizing all of like how, how we're doing this. But basically what we do is like everything for you. So if you have a question about the U.S. in terms of like tax laws, software problems, bank problems, anything, we work with you to fix it. And our main service is we open the company, we get the tax ID for the company for you, we get the uh, open the bank accounts with you, we open the, uh, get any credit cards that you need, um, uh, really everything. And um, it's just for a, a, fixed, a fixed fee and then every year we can do the renewal and the tax forms for you. It's pretty, we make it really easy for our clients. Yeah, so how, how much are we looking at? It's a one payment of $2,500. Okay, for the, to set up everything and then on the on yearly basis? That's the, that's the setup and for like support. I'll share you my WhatsApp phone number. If you have a question, just voice note me and I'll get right back to you. Um, so that's, that's for the, that's the, the fixed fee. And then annually it's $1,500 for the tax forms and the renewal is what we're charging right now. I see. Okay. Uh, I heard that if you own an LLC, like I have to submit like my personal income from everywhere, right? To the IRS? No. No. Um, the, so with the tax forms that we, that you're required to report, you only have to show the IRS the detail of the transactions between your LLC and related companies. So the money that the LLC sends to your company in Singapore and the money that the LLC sends to you personally would be all we would have to report. We don't have to report total sales, total expenses or anything. So nothing related to my income. Cause I heard it's like passed through to the individual 
or something, right? So, so yeah, a lot of people would say that, so these people are saying that the, the LLC is uh, just by having an LLC, you're doing business in the United States. I definitely don't think that's the case. I don't think a bank account means you're doing business in the United States. I think the, because I don't, it's not that I think the tax code is very clear on what is doing business in the United States and also what is effectively connected income. And it makes no reference anywhere in the tax code um, as to having a bank account or having an LLC is doing business. So you wouldn't, all, all we have to do is the one informational form. And if you want to do a personal form saying that you had no U.S. income, we can do that as well to kind of be protective and be ahead of it. So we can do that as well. I see. Okay. Mm, Julia, Zihal, you got any other questions? Um, I think uh, if 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 we if if Kevin actually engages you, um, just like to check, you know, which part of the U.S. are you based in, and uh, which 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 are the applicable uh, state laws for for so, the stuff that you're helping out. No, that's a good question. So we're based in Miami, but we usually almost always use Delaware um, Delaware entities because Delaware entities have more privacy. Um, they're more administratively efficient. And they're more flexible in case we need to make any kind of changes in the future. So that's why. And, and the cost is, I basically, if you work with me, the cost is the same for you guys, no matter what entity you choose. So it's a little bit more than other places, but obviously we cover that cost because it's included. Right. And, and just to be sure on the uh, tax liability for LLC, um, it's the LLC that's liable for the LLC's income and not um, the, the the individual behind the LLC. Is, is that correct? The LLC doesn't pay taxes. The, the, the LLC doesn't have to pay any taxes. So if the foreign company owns the LLC, we just, we do a report called a form 5472 report where we show the transactions between the LLC and the related parties. But there's no like tax report where we show income expenses and calculate a tax. So that's not even required. And I can, and I also have some, I have some reports I can um, share with you as well that um, cite the tax law and how I arrived at these conclusions and how, how this is right. uh, being administered like efficiently. And that's why, and, and all of this no tax thing is why the states have been aggressive at imposing a sales tax because they haven't been getting yeah. tax revenue either because it's not taxable there, uh, all these online sales, but now states are getting their percentage of the online sales from sales taxes. And that's not really a problem for Kevin because he, you know, for, cause you can impose it on your clients, on your, on your, on your buyers. You can just add the extra percentage to them. And there's a lot of software integrations for that. Mm, okay. So, so why I'm asking is because hypothetically, if one day um, there would be there, there, there is significant operations in the U S LLC that would be set up. Um, and uh, we have to pay taxes. So uh, in that case, who would be liable? Is it the LLC uh, as a person uh, or the individual as a person? I, I, don't, I don't really understand the question. The LLCs don't pay taxes. So if the, there would be no tax calculation and there wouldn't be anyone liable. So if, I guess if, if you're saying that if there was some kind of overhaul of the tax code and you weren't aware of it and the IRS imposed the tax on the, LLC, the owner of the LLC, which is the four, Singapore company, would kind of be liable, but the, uh, I don't know how, I don't know, the, the law, that's not what the law, how the laws are set, so there's mm -hmm. no one liable. 
And like, for example, right. if you if you file forms late and the, and the government imposes a penalty on the LLC, you can just close the LLC and open a new one because it's not they have no way of they have no way of imposing a tax on on a, a company based in Singapore. Yeah. So meaning any fines or liability do not pass through um, to to the 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 owner of the LLC. Um. No, uh, no, I don't, I'm not, there's no, the only, so I guess any fines would really be, it's a weird question because it's not, that's not how it, how it really is, you know, so mm. I'm trying, it's like a, so if there's any fines in the LLC, it was, it's on the LLC and the owner of the LLC right. would be responsible to pay it, but if uh, they can't pay it, you can just close the LLC. But they, again, that's only if you file your tax forms late, there's a, so like if you, if you open an LLC and you don't file your tax forms, there's a twenty-five thousand dollars civil penalty. It's really crazy. It's a really high penalty, but um, and if you and if you don't pay that penalty, it's assessed to the LLC. But the owner of the LLC is the one who has to pay it. Uh, if you leave money in your LLC bank account uh, and you never address the IRS, I guess theoretically they could levy the bank account if it's in the LLC's name. But mm. before you get to that point, you would either address the penalty or close the LLC and open another one. Right. Okay. Does that yeah, kind of answer I, I your no question? More. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, James. I think I missed the first part. Sorry, I'm Julia here. I Hi, think Julia. just coming up here just now. Uh, I was listening to Zihao's uh, question earlier. Uh, so I, I just want to find, find out fundamentally, is, is there a difference between the LLC and the C-Corp? I mean, in terms of company structures? and. Yeah, it's a huge difference. The, uh, that's what we, we don't know that in the beginning of the call, but basically the corporation is a U.S. person and a corporation pays taxes in the United States. The LLC is just a, uh, a company that doesn't really exist for tax purposes. So the owner is the one that would be doing the business. And because the owner is not doing anything in the United States, there's no tax to pay. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's, uh, LLC is not considered as a legal person on the entity level. It's, the LLC was created to provide legal protection. That's the uh, initial int uh, intent of the LLC is to, to have a simpler form of legal liability protection. That's why it's a limited uh, liability company is to provide legal liabilities and separate um, business activities. So if I, I'm doing, if I have a lemonade stand and then I have an e-commerce store, I can open up an LLC for each one. If someone dies from drinking my lemonade, they can't sue me and take the assets of my online store, which is a crazy example, but uh, that's just <laughs> what came to mind first. Mm. Uh, I know, I know it's kind of confusing, but um, that's that's kind of what I'm what I'm here for to help uh, you guys with is that to be the U.S. advisor, the U.S. portion of this. And with the LLC, it doesn't exist for tax purposes. I know I said that already. And if you're operating an online store, you don't pay taxes. You can have a U.S. bank account. You can send money wherever. And there's just uh, one report you have to do annually, and uh, everything else I you can I can help manage. I see. And I can send some uh, some literature, some things I've wrote, some like a, um, like a, a like a, a kind of general memo, but it fits everyone doing digital businesses. It's a, a why the LLC doesn't pay taxes. So I, I can share that with you guys since you are, yeah, that'd be great. Interested in that? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we'll just do more some more research because, yeah, we want to make sure we are. Everything is in line with all the regulations and 
stuff, whether we are missing out anything. Or not. Well, yeah, I mean, make sure it's in line. I can share the regulations and the laws here. That's why I have no problem helping you with that. And that's what I want to help you with going forward, especially because I have so many clients in e-commerce uh, and I know exactly like what's going on. Uh, having okay. done, you know, e-commerce myself as well. Uh, so I'm happy to help you with all that. And I think the yep. biggest question for you would be just confirming that it works in your home country and every, how everything works in Singapore. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, you have many e-commerce clients that you help with this, right? For, for a while already. Yeah, yeah. A lot, like a big majority of my clients do e-commerce all in different forms. A lot do Amazon. Some do um, Shopify based on like uh, Google AdWords. Some uh, do the Facebook ads. Some do content marketing and make a lot like that. I'll, I have a lot of digital service businesses. So if people like, uh, so like, see how if you wanted to have a us llc and then invoice all your clients outside singapore they can pay you to that llc and if you i guess if you don't bring it back to singapore you don't have to pay taxes on it so it can work for everyone it's a really great it's a it's a really awesome opportunity and right now with our service we have a all the tools put together to open up the payment processors for you get all the tax ids very quickly and open up bank accounts and everything uh remotely so you don't have to travel and we can have everything open for you in like 10 days uh, James, you mentioned that um, the US LLC doesn't have to be the one that uh, invoices the customers, right? So um, in that case, uh, would there be any sort of like, uh, I don't know, money laundering uh, concern? Yeah. Money laundering, I'm actually licensed in anti-money laundering in the United States. So I'm very familiar with the, the concepts. Money laundering is only when you're, is when you are, um, trying to legitimize illicitly gained funds. So it's only money laundering if you're doing illegal things. If you're selling on the internet, it's not money laundering. You, the maybe you might say it's tax evasion would be the thing, but there's no tax evasion when uh, you follow all the laws and there's no tax to be imposed on what you're doing. Okay, so meaning, uh, so, so, so the, the US LLC does not have to be the one um, Invo doing the invoicing. Yeah. I mean, when you say invoicing, it's all done through like e-commerce is done through clicking buttons and payment processors. We can set up the payment processors so that they pay the US LLCs. And if a US, I imagine it's cheaper. Like I imagine it's going to be cheaper to use a US PayPal account, especially because you, you probably use PayPal, right, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. So PayPal is going to be at least half of your sales. I know in, in uh, Shopify, PayPal is huge. So uh, I'm sure it's cheaper using a US PayPal account. Yeah, so so you're saying that we do invoice the we do invoice from the US LLC so that we can get the US dollars into the bank account, the US bank account. Yeah, question is 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 it correct to say that you know we have to invoice using the US LLC in order for us to get the money into the US bank account? No, you can do whatever you want. You can you just have to facilitate the transfer um, through different technology technology, right? You can send wires to the US LLC every day if you want. Um, the big the big issue would be the the only issue would be just making sure everything works with the banks because uh, uh, if they don't know what's going on, they could get confused or whatever. But if it's everything when you use payment processors and ACH transfer, and those are the most secure types of transfer, they're really bank to bank. So there wouldn't be any issues with, um, I, I can't think of, like I haven't had any issues or any things because I don't understand yeah, what, what yeah. yeah you know I don't really understand that maybe I don't understand the question yeah where where I was actually 
um, coming from was, um, would we be questioned uh, if we receive monies without um, um, actually invoicing? Meaning that you know, oh, no. these, these monies are not considered profit, but we, we actually receive them from, from, from others. In the US, for the US company, right? Yeah, that's right. So in the US, you're not required to send invoices. You don't have to show anything to the banks. You can just have money. I have clients that do all kinds of crazy stuff with their LLCs and they just, money goes in, money goes out. You send it every day. As Money always goes in the uh, a bank account, a US uh, LLC bank account. From wherever you send the money, it almost always gets accepted. The bank might have questions about when you're sending out money, but that's only for security purposes to make sure that it's you sending the money out. But in terms of money coming in, I haven't ever seen an issue with money entering a U.S. bank account. Mm. It's, it's just, it's okay. just, it's just the banks accept it and it's in. They don't ask questions because invoices aren't required. And I know in other countries invoices are required, but it's not. There's no requirements here. You just, you could send me a wire today. I don't have to do anything. I just get the money. Um, and the other thing is, should we transfer um, um, the 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 money back as expenses? Uh, any transfer pricing, transfer tax uh, implication? There's no transfer. That's a good question too. Um, there's no transfer pricing because you're not paying taxes in the United States. So there might be an issue in Singapore, but in here, there's no, there's no like transfer pricing is all about manipulating costs to lower mm. taxes. But if you're not paying taxes here, there's no, there would never be a transfer pricing issue. That would okay. be, that would be on you. That's a Singapore question. So, so, so technically it, it, it wouldn't be a valid thing to say that, you know, we are transferring the, the money back as expenses because then we cannot have it. Then, then, then technically the, the, the USLC would be um, uh, uh, something like a loss making uh, uh, entity, right? Not having well, you don't, you don't, you want it to, you, I would think that you would want it to be a profit generating machine. You want it to generate all the profits because that you don't pay taxes here. And then you don't pay taxes in Singapore either. And it doesn't, like like I said, the only report you have to send to the government is a report showing the transfers. And it doesn't have to, they don't even have to say how much money you, you made or lost. I see. Um, financial uh, can statement? I just clarify, yeah. clarify one thing is that you would think that I would say there's no tax. That's because uh, the, the well, because there's an e-commerce and uh, the sales is done on the internet. So there's no physical presence there. What about if the, the majority of the customers are in US, does it make a difference? Nope, it doesn't matter where the customers are. It only matters where you're doing business. And right now you guys are obviously doing business in Singapore, right? You, because you live there, you do all your work there, the products are there. You're not doing anything in the US except for selling to people. So do you have mm -hmm. to, like, uh, here's a question for me. Do you have to pay taxes in in the UK and in and like in China or in like other countries when you sell to cl to cl customers in those countries, you have to like pay income taxes there. Um, you don't, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, you what I'm saying is that if 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 you register a company like LLC or C Corp in US, would that be deemed as a as as that entity that the US entity's income, therefore, is subject to tax? Um. A U.S. corporation will pay taxes in the United States based on its income, and you have to report. A U.S. corporation has to report its sales and its expenses, and arrive at a net income number, and that's what it would pay taxes on. And then there's issues on how to send the money back. Dividends have withholding requirements. Most to go back as payments. An LLC is a disregarded entity for tax purposes, and it doesn't pay 
income taxes if there's no income effectively connected with U.S. trade or business? So are we saying that um, the the definition of of income is treated differently for for a C corp versus a U.S. LLC? It's not the definition of income; it's the status of the entity. So a U.S. so it's the residency status of the entity. A U.S. corporation is like a person. Uh, a U.S. corporation is taxed like me. A U.S. corporation is based in the U.S. and it's a U.S. person. A U.S. Yeah, L so an LLC doesn't exist for tax purposes. There's just a different tax classification in the U in the Internal Revenue Code for each company. The Internal Revenue Code classifies a U.S. corporation uh, as a as a, a U.S. tax tax person and requires a corporation to pay taxes on its income. When an yeah. LLC doesn't pay taxes, an LLC the owner of the LLC pays taxes based on where the income is earned. So uh, what I meant to say is that if we are saying that the C corp needs to pay tax, and uh, in in this case, uh, uh, in the context of e-commerce, uh, the C corp has to pay tax because the C corp would be deemed to be making profit. Then in the case of LLC, for the same type of activities, the LLC would be also deemed to be making profit. But I'm just trying to get that right. But then you mentioned that you know the LLC is a disregarded entity. So then, where would, or, or which entity would the, the, the IRS then be, be, be going after for, 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 for tax purposes? No one. That, <laughs> okay. No one. So if, okay. if, you have, if your company makes a million dollars, let's do two examples. You have, a, you have a corporation, you have an LLC, the corporation makes a million dollars, it's going to pay $210,000 of federal income tax on that million dollars of income. And then from there, you, that's what you have to pay because U.S. corporations have to pay taxes on the worldwide income. An LLC is basically doesn't, it just doesn't have to pay tax. It doesn't have to, there's no tax form for an LLC. The tax form would be for the Singapore corporation. The Singapore corporation has no business in the United States. They have nothing there. They're just selling to U.S. Um, consumers. Right. And um, so there, you, I mean, if, there's just nothing to file. There's nothing to report. There's not even a form that exists for it. And the only mm. form that exists is only an informational form just to share uh, how much money the LLC sent to Singapore for purchasing um, goods or for management do, fees. Do we have to um, um, provide the IRS with a set of the financial statement? Only if they request it. Um, technically, they can request financials of the LLC, but I've never seen it happen, and this is all I do. Um, maybe someday they will, but they haven't ever requested it. And even if they do request it, you guys are in a better position. There's many people who do um, – I have a lot of clients who do uh, Amazon FBA, so they basically send all their inventory to Amazon, and those people aren't paying taxes either. I think that that's going to change in the next five, six years, and the IRS is going to try and consider – try and tighten up um, the rules on on having inventory in the U.S. Because even if it's on consignment, I think that's the next step. But you guys aren't even doing that. So you guys have even less risk. Mm. Okay. Uh, I've, I've got no more questions on my end. Yeah, thanks for, for answering those questions, uh, James. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to, happy to help. And I'm definitely... Uh, um, happy to be part of the team and run the U.S. entity for you guys. And, you know, I guess I have the easiest job. I mean, once we, uh, <laughs> I advise you on it, we set it up. I don't, we don't have to do any reporting or pay any taxes. So I'm the best guy to work with. Every time 
Kevin, every time Z Hao calls you, he says you have to pay taxes to Singapore. I'm never going to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think thanks, thanks for all of the information. I think you will take some time to just uh, address everything and then we can make a decision from there. Yeah, let's get started. Let's do it because, um, um, yeah, I can get everything done for you really quickly and we can just get moving. So whenever you're ready to do it, let's go. And uh, right now the price is still 2,500. I'm reviewing everything shortly. So if it, if it goes up, I'll let you know, but, um, or if we change the package, that's fine. But right now that's what it is. Okay, sure. We'll consider it. Thanks for your time. Okay. Yeah, thanks, James. Thank you guys. Thanks, we'll be in touch. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay. So I hope you guys liked that video. I think it went really well. Don't forget to ravish that like button. It really helps uh, me and the channel. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to see more videos. And if you want to talk to me and actually for the next two or three weeks, our uh, beloved attorney, Joaquin Rosales, who has also been with me through this whole journey, um, he's going to be the one taking the calls for the next couple weeks. So if you want to talk to us, just uh, schedule in the, in the link below. And if the link doesn't work, send us an email at the support email. And we're happy to uh, have a call with you. So thanks for watching the video. Have Comment below. Love to interact with all you guys. And uh, thanks again for watching. See you on the next video.